Champagne Soccer, we here. It's a special edition, the Big Ellie edition, man. You a loser. Ski, shout out, man. Mark your ski. If you got an L this weekend, have fun. Ski, throw it up, throw it up, you know. Oh, Marcus, you don't want to hit it? All right. All right, hey, whatever. I'll, I'll hit it myself. You know, Arsenal took that L today. Lost the RC lens. Shout out to my boys, Samed, and my boys, Kevin Dansu. My Ghanaian brothers played very well. Arsenal don't know what to do without Bakayo Saka. We about to burn out that boy. That's my breaking news for you, Ephraim. Bakayo Saka, career dead at 25, man. RIP, I'm going to buy his jersey right now before we kill him like Liverpool did to Michael Owen. You got any advice? You know, yeah, you know, Ephraim, my club hasn't killed a young man since Jack Wilshire. You know, he's our under-18s coach. I think he's my age, actually, or like right. 31. So we haven't killed a young man in a few years. I think it's time for Saka to disappear in a couple seasons. So, hey, sorry, son. You're not going to get that big jump to Man City or Real Madrid. We're going to end your career right here. Oh, That's what I got for Arsenal. Yeah, they won on the weekend against Bournemouth 4-0. That's cute. Who cares? <laughs> them boys are about to get relegated. But, uh, yeah, Lens, I like them, though, because they have an athletic team counterattacking. That back three gave Arsenal issues. But, hey, salute to that L on their head top. Now Arteta shook. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do against Man City. Fuck-ass dude, man. You had Saka get out two straight games, and you still started him this game, and he gets out after 35 minutes with a muscle injury. He's been hurt, but you're trying to kill that young man. I know what it is. It's all right, though. But, hey, Marcus, you had another, you know, sick L. This time, the referees were doing whatever it took to let Tottenham stay undefeated. How do you feel about that, man? Uh, you know the Luis Diaz goal was overturned when it shouldn't have been. You know, sketchy red cards. I mean, what what are your thoughts, man? Where do we begin? We were out there 12 versus 11. Because Simon Hooper, you were on fuck shit. The whole PL was on fuck shit that day. Why am I listening to the pundits and they selling us? Diaz look on side. The way they cut that grass, he look on side to me. But VAR, don't show us no lines again. I've been questioning VAR since the soccer situation. <clears throat> last year when we didn't get no lines and it go real fast. I know what's going on, bro. You looking to screw us, bro. But um, yeah, man, the game was a bit ugly. Referee out here calling ghost cards. Yeah. Jota first, first one. Homie tripped himself. Okay. Second one, I give you that. He's a dumbass for that. But the, the Curtis Jones shit, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I, I played the game and other people that don't play the game on high level saying that shit a 50-50. To be quite honest, I've done that touch before. Looking foolish on the pitch. Slip it, okay? Luckily, there was nobody there as uh, – what's homie name? They got – they uh, eliminated number eight for uh, Spurs. Oh, Busuma. Whatever. 
Yeah, but yeah, so- luckily if there was no Basuma there for me to take him out, but yeah, that shit was hot. Yellow for sure. But that red, man, come on, man. It's a hot game and you doing that shit 22 minutes in, bro. That's why I said Simon Hooper was on bullshit. Then you give them folks the ball, a free kick. Also, like, you give them free kicks at the wrong positions. Like, just horrible, bro. Hope Liverpool go ahead and sue these folks. Next week, we're going to probably listen to that audio. And I can just, I can already see it. They're going to be like, damn, he not outside. What should we do? Tell the goddamn truth next time, man. Cheating us out of goddamn points, man. We lost the Spurs, bro. Oh, we got like expressions. That Will Smith bro, got- didn't work. And- Tell the truth. Remember, guys, they wanted that to hit hard. Tell the truth, bro. We looking at our options on these folks, man. We got expressions saying he rolling us up in a blunt going on vacation on us, man. We can't allow that shit, man. We'll see y'all at Anfield, dog. Hey, yeah, that guy is shameless. He's treating that Arsenal tie like they won the league with that one. Hey, shout out to Expressions. They balling, though. Uh, well, more sadness. I'm sorry, e-money bags. I was confused when I saw an athletic article about why did Wilfred Zaha fail at United. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. They about to, I was like, what? Yeah, I'm about to play him in the Champions League. And then he scored and he started body popping. Uh, you know, you guys lost 3-2. Oh, <laughs> Andre Onana he pulled, continues. He pulled, yeah, he pulled that. He pulled that after he scored. Yeah, he should have been body popping. That boy hasn't been there in a decade. Hey, man, yeah. He don't, yeah, he don't fuck with United. You know, he, yeah. He said he he says that Alex Ferguson never talked to him when he was there. Like well, never talked. <laughs> one day, one day we're gonna really talk about that man. All right. He is the most successful manager of all time, but that brother was dangerous, man. He couldn't do he's Bob Knight almost, man. He can't get away with that stuff in this area. <laughs> nah, not anymore. Yeah, yeah. He's he's one of them old school era. Yeah, you know he style anymore, right? Yeah. So but unfortunately, you guys lost three two at home. Hoisland had a brace. Mario Accardi, you know, Mr. Still Your Girl <laughs> had the game winning goal. How did you feel about that result, E? So first of all, let's go back to Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah. do your thing, man. Break it down. How let's, you, let's talk about that first. So it, I kind of woke up late that day, so I so I actually woke up when they were they had already been up. So I'm like, all right, here we go again. You know, dominate possession. Of course, on a team like Crystal Palace, they're not tripping. They got the lead. You know, they they want to hold. They want to sit back and get themselves on the counterattack. But uh. Yeah, another another show of ineptitude, of 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 a lack of creativity, of you know injuries, uh, you know people playing probably out of position. Hey, the the touch oh, on that. How was the the homie debut at left back when he a right footed player? That shit made no sense to me. And he played there again today, Marcus. How about that? Oh wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow is right for my friend. So, yeah, man, it was, it was, uh, I think he got a little exposed on Saturday. And I think he got exposed a little bit again today. Uh, what he likes to do, he likes to, he likes to, I know we've been doing like those inverted uh, 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 left back and right backs, full backs. And he likes to go into the midfield, but he goes into the midfield like a defensive midfielder. Like he goes deep into the midfield like, uh, to protect, to protect the, the back four. Uh, he he goes up in the midfield, drops up in the midfield. So he does a lot of that stuff as well. But um, 
I see that he has the, the 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 acumen to be in that position. Obviously, that's what they got him for. His passing range is pretty good. But him as a left back, no thank you. We got exposed on Saturday, and we got exposed again today. Um, that, that that's the Miro red card. Another one. Another one. Another one. Yep, another one. Well, and he deserved it. I mean, like like he makes he's making reckless tackles. You know, our defense. No, nobody's there to support him, so he's trying to make do all that stuff on his own. Um. Yeah, man, I I don't know what to say, bro. Like I'm I'm at a loss for words. Yeah, I know last week he was like, yeah, use the positive. This, the only positive I got out of this, Rasmus Wortman. That's it. That's the only positive I got. Did you see that run that he made for that 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 goal? That second goal. If you didn't check it out, <laughs> yeah, it. it was nice. It was worth it. I mean, my man can go. He, he gets it. So I'm I'm excited about that. But other than that, man, this team is in shambles. Not only that, like we've touched on before, the upper management is in shambles. This whole reports about the Glazers now want to keep control of the team and they ain't trying to, you know, so it's a whole bunch of different shit going on too now. So it's, this team is just, it, it just needs what Ralph Regnick say, open heart surgery. That's what he said. He said this team, <laughs> open heart surgery. Cristiano Ronaldo wasn't lying when he said what he said. Uh, you know, so and it's, it's not like I said, it's not like stuff we didn't notice before as fans. We all knew this. Is you know you just have hope for your team, right? But I don't know, man. This is survival mode now, man. So from here on out, I'm all about survival. That's why I'm here. I'm, I'm I just want to fish better than Clay did last year. That's all. Hey, e, my <laughs> one question to you would be: uh, looking, I didn't catch it today, but looking at y'all over the weekend, I kind of had to watch y'all because we played late. Yeah, I did like uh, so friends passing range, but the pundit said. The guy that was playing on the right side is both footed and he could have played left back. Hello, so, yeah. So I don't understand why Eric Ten Hag would continue to play that if he saw Southern get picked apart. Well, I wouldn't say picked apart, but he had one or two one on ones he got exposed. And that's a I, great point. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I apologize. Go for it. And the last thing I would say is. Mason Mount looks so lost on y'all team. Like it, he looked like Chelsea last year when he was on Chelsea. Like everybody's lost. So now that sucks. Hey, now he was a baller last year. I was gonna say right. I was gonna say man. Like good point. I'm glad you brought that up too, Marcus. But like I, I don't necessarily think Mount looked lost only because I think, and this is gonna make. I was gonna make this point after you said what you said. I'm thinking that I'm trying to hold on. You know how much I back the manager. But I'm starting this. I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, all right, well, Ten Hag's getting exposed, like putting players in positions that they probably shouldn't be playing. Now, and now I'm start, I'm trying to give him grace because he still has players on that team that he did not pick, like he did not have for his system. So I'm trying to give him some grace. But he's starting to get in some players that he wants and starting to I'm trying to implement his systems, and he's starting to look exposed. You know, somebody like Amrabat on the on the left, and you know Mason Mount. Where is he? Where is he really strong? Is he playing on the right? Is he playing in the as a ten? Is he playing as an eight? What where, where's his strength at? Uh, Casemiro leaving him by himself with no help. You know that he's looking exposed. Um, Marcus Rashford. He had a decent game today because he got an assist, but he's still doing the same stuff. Um, so I don't know, man. Like United just got a lot of soul searching to do, man. They got a lot of work to do. For sure, for sure. Now, you know, they had Hetty One, Clay, this They they had Hetty One outside, Old Trafford, sick, looking for, looking for sugar donuts, man. The best livid. artist in the UK is depressed. 
by Man United, man. <laughs> now, Claytis, you ain't as sad as us, you know. You won. You mm-hmm. had a two goals. Destroyed hey, a destroyed a long time op, you know, Fulham. Mudrick finally scored no more 007 or 00, whatever number he was on at this point. It felt it must have felt nice, right? To be quite honest with you, man, I didn't know how to react because I was getting new uh, new glasses. You know, the season changed. You know, you got to swap it up on the legs. So I look at my phone. It says 1-0. I was like, we scored a goal. So I had to put it up at the Warby Parker joint. And then I seen the Modric goal, and I'm like, yeah, today's a good day. I don't know what's going on, but we scored two goals. That might be it for, for the month of October, but I'll take it. Um, we look a little bit more fluid, though, I'll say that. And I think having Broja up top um, just gave us, like, a lot better of an outlet than Jackson, who tends to lose the ball a lot and also, like, drift out of space. Um, so I'm kind of glad I have Broja back. He did leave the game a little bit early, um, hoping it's nothing serious. Maybe he just needed, you know, just to get pulled off since he hasn't played, like, a full 90 minute, like, almost a year. Um, but, yeah, I was I was happy with the win. I finally got three points, two wins. That was our second win this season. But it sounds stressful to say, but I'm I'm happy that, you know, we're we look positive and hopefully once we start getting people back, you know, we'll we'll add to it. But Ben Chilwa is gonna be out for another two months with the ACL injury. And I'm I might be riding my boy off after my uh his next injury. Reese James, I got two homies saying. They're ready to sell Reese James and Ben Chilwell pronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Ben, the ben joint, I, I might be hopping on that team if he gets another injury this season. I don't care if it's an ankle sprain, a pinky pinky sprain. I don't care. <laughs> now, back to the El Tor. Anthony, I didn't believe it when I saw it, but Manchester City has lost two games in a row. You all kind of already knew they would sacrifice the Carabao Cup the way Pep was talking about it, but they played a pretty strong team. I mean, City has a all-around talented team. The only, I guess, youngster they played was Bob and uh, Gomez, and they went back to that 3-2-4-1, wasn't able to get the result against Newcastle. They lost 1-0, and then on the weekend, they lose to Wolves 2-1. So how do you feel about these results? And most notably the Wolves one, because that's the one y'all really wanted, I'm sure. Yeah, when you said we we lost two games back-to-back, I almost said you was lying. <laughs> but then I remembered, oh, we played the Carabao Cup. Hey, man, we don't care about that. <laughs> that, joint, that that result was exactly what it was supposed to be, man. Treble loading once, once again. Uh, we lost. We need Rodri back. <clears throat> Both those losses, Calvin Phillips, if you look at the certain plays, you can see him not tracking back. And it's like watching film. Hey, man, it's, it, somebody got to take responsibility. And, and it's that it's that man, Calvin Phillips. That baby Even weight, if, bro. Hey, man, he ain't he, he too heavy, man. You know what I'm saying? He eating too much. He ain't, he ain't running off that water weight, something. Because uh, even the Wolves goal that – that allowed them to win. Calvin Phillips was just floating in the box. Like the, the ricochet went near him and he, he didn't attack the ball. It was just wild. If y'all watch, you see him just standing there. So 
Dan, that that aspect of the losses suck. Not that, oh, we yeah, we fielded good players and we lost. It's no, we filled the good players, we lost, and I can see a gleaming error from one player who doesn't play. And now that he played, we lost. So I don't like that. Um, I think we need to find a replacement. Or my team is also plagued by injuries. And if who knows if uh Kovacic and Nunez was healthy, Bernardo healthy, who knows? Phillips may not have been out there. Regardless, I think we should find a suitable uh, defensive midfielder, like backup for Rodri. And along with the loss, Pep made comments about uh, winger competition, which is nice. And so he acknowledged that whoever is, and I quote, who is going to play more is who is performing better. And that was between uh, Doku, Jack, and Foden. And he's saying Doku can play on the right as well as on the left. And he's basically saying there's an open competition. And, Dan, that's something that you made me aware of <clears throat> when I first got on to the, to, to the sport. You're like, yo, a good signing shakes up the team. And so that's tight that Doku has come in and made Pep even say, like, yeah, like, <laughs> ain't nobody spot safe here. And so that's cool. Right. Jack looked like he was off the Jack when he got subbed in um, <laughs> in that Newcastle game. Yeah, yeah, he was looking lost. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. But I agree, though, before before Dan swap it, uh, Rodri is really influential because, uh, like you said, I watched the Wolves game, and the you could tell some of those attacks by Wolves, to me, in my opinion, would have got shut down. Like, Rodri would have probably shut that shit down. Or he would have had people in the right position. And I thought Ake had a bad game that week also. The show. I think uh, with all these teams, you know, it's the beginning of the season, people trying to get their form in order. But some teams, they look like they got it on lock-in. I got to mention Real Madrid. You know, after they got smoked in the Madrid Derby, they're on a three-game winning streak. They beat Real Madrid. Uh, sorry, they beat Napoli two three today. Uh, I think Jude another goal. Hey man, he's man of the year. They already giving him the Ballon d'Or for next year, Anthony. So watch out, hey. And uh, I also have to say, let's go down to South America real quick. Let me update you guys on the Copa Libertadores. We're in the semifinals last week. Fluminense drew with Internacional 2-2. Of course, Fernando Denise is the guy that we mentioned last week. We'll get in a little bit into more detail about his style of play and how it's influencing people around the world to try to emulate it. Uh, Boca Juniors drew with Primerish 0-0. So the second legs are this week, Wednesday and Thursday. Endrick plays for Primerish. He doesn't really start, though, because, you know, he's still a kid and they they too nice. So they don't really have the time to play a teenager every week in and week out. But And he, in be, this, and he be standing around, bro, when he be yeah, on yeah. the pitch. He be doing, yeah. like, the video game shit. Yeah, he yeah, wait till yeah. he get the ball and he be like, oh, shit, this is my time to shine. Yeah, hey, man, that's all. He's a counterattacking Don, but he has five goals and five starts. Real Madrid fans are excited about that. So, hey, salute. I mean, he is still 16, 17. So, 
it is a lot of pressure, but hey, like we talked about a few weeks ago, and Anthony mentioned, once you're in the game, you in the game, man. We can't say, oh, you're too young. It's a part of this shit. So it is what it is. And speaking of kids, uh Lamine Yamal, or excuse me, Lacine Yamal, the youngster, Barcelona signed a new contract, billion euro uh release clause. So, you know, congrats to him locking in his future with Barca. And uh Cletus, uh, let's get into this real quick, man. Bayern seems like every time they face a good competition, they struggle. Drew 2-2 to Leipzig. I've been seeing a lot of brothers saying that uh, Tuchel's biased certain swords players, uh, excuse me, towards certain players is affecting the results. <laughs> he continues to play Limerad right back instead of trusting Mazurai. Doesn't really seem to use Muller like he should. Doesn't really seem to rate Delic the same way. How did you see that match? Oh wow, he walked yeah, you about to walk away. <laughs> I had to get the water ready real quick. Hey, but, do your thing, man. Get yeah, it. nah, nah, nah. That guy Thomas, man. I've, I've been telling y'all for years now. I don't rate the guy. He's playing with his food. He's he's trying to get fired before you know before Oktoberfest is over. Um, but yeah, you know, I feel like a lot of times when you look at the lineup, um as someone who knows Byron and who knows the team, is like you look at it, you're like this person should be playing here. This person should be playing if he's fit. And it's like he does the complete opposite, where we all know that um, Maserari is our best right back, like attacking-wise and defending-wise. Like, yes, he may make a, a mistake here or, you know, he may lapse here, but, like, he is the best that we have in that position. But for some reason, he continues to play Limer, and Limer got caught out so many times over the weekend is like, Bro, the, the guy is a is a midfielder. And that's just another situation that the worse it gets, and if you know, as the league goes on and we're not winning game and we're not becoming dominant again, that's gonna be something that the board is gonna pick at as well as the fans. Um, and then lineup wise offensively, you know, <clears throat> with Gnabry uh being hurt, uh he like broke his arm or whatever. But you know, Gnabry like it's cool, but, like, now we're all starting to, like, ask, like, what are you producing? Because the way Sané's been playing is, like, Sané's first choice on the right wing, and then next up is Coleman. So it's, like, the eyes is on Gnabry now to produce more, especially with Musiala, you know, being preferred on the left as opposed to, like, playing in the middle. Um, but I think Tuchel right now has a lot of issues because of his lineup. Um, today when Thomas came on, like, he literally changed the whole game because all you see him doing is pointing to space and like literally like coaching everyone. And it's like, this team doesn't function without Thomas because he is the coach on the field. Like he directs so much like that is, it doesn't make sense to me, honestly. Like today I just looked at him and was like, bro, if he ever does become a coach, like he has, he scares me like, like a pep because you never know what he's going to do, but he's always like seeing space face and I was thinking ahead um and he saved he saved uh Tucho today that assist that he gave uh Matthias Tail beautiful again happy for Tail but like the players are honestly keeping Tucho in office and he doesn't even know it yeah it's like old Byron in the 2000s when you had to rely on individuals to make something happen because exactly. there was no set system before Louis Van Hall reset the club so 
I agree with you there. Tuchel's supposed to um, be this tactical mastermind, but they need individual brilliance to score. You got Harry Kane, but seems like he can't even get really in the game. Like, how do you have a world-class striker, but you don't have a system where you can create service for them? And I was listening to some homies. Let me shout out the podcast. Uh, let me find it. But they mentioned how um, Tuchel, if you look at his history, yeah, the Bavarian podcast works. Shout out to them. Um, they mentioned, yeah, they mentioned how Tuchel always shines with, you know, speedy strikers like Aubameyang and Mbappe, but true number nines like Lukaku, Kane, he don't know what to do. So, <laughs> And another fact that I saw was that, you know, within the past three coaches that we've had, Kovacic uh, to... to um, Hanzi to um, Julian, we've been so that's been the most offensive offensive football that Bayern has played within the past couple of years. This is the first time that Bayern has not registered a goal on target in the first half of a Champions League game. Mm, yeah, like you, you feel me? Like it's like little stats that like creep up, and like the more you're starting to see it, it's like that's not Bayern. Like, like we played too offensive minded to not have a shot on goal. Like that's yeah, within a half is crazy. Hey, it, it might be though, Thomas, since he can't figure it out with those type of strikers, he's so intrigued, he keep getting them. Hey, that's what keep fucking them up. <laughs> Man, might as well play Matthias Tell up top. He's fast. He tried to sell him too. That's what he tried to sell Tell in the hey, summer. Hey, the, board was, the board was against it. And the board was like, nah, like he seems like somebody that we could bread for the future. He's like, you know. The next best thing that we could have next to Musiala as like in terms of like a Bayern product, like like uh like Thomas in a sense. So the board was like, nah, we're not letting this nigga go. And look what he's doing so far, bro. And imagine if we would have sold him and Gravenbergs in the summer. Yeah, well, continuing on this tour, PSG nil-nil draw to Claremont Font or foot their fourth place right now in Ligue 1. Shout out to Alidou Sirou, Ghana International. He had Mbappe in bondage. Shout out Kanate, who also helped him double up on the flanks. Mbappe was getting so frustrated, he got a yellow in the match. Man, that, uh, oh, sorry, they're actually fifth right now through seven matches. Three wins, three draws, and one L. Yeah, that, uh, that, uh, Luis Enrique football hasn't been, hasn't been that sexy in a long time, man. I thought he was going to retire and focus on streaming, but he still wants to coach. Ain't looking that sweet right now in France. But, hey. Hey, I like the thought behind the tactics, but it ain't working. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you don't have your fullbacks, if, uh, you know, if the boys Hakimi and Nuna can't play, then, yeah, you got to go to the back three. But, yeah, I don't think uh, those boys are <laughs> wing back was effective. And, you saw they couldn't score a goal. You got Dembele, Colomwani, and Mbappe starting, and you couldn't score. That lets you know what's going on. And shout out to the meme going on on soccer Twitter about nice breasts being upside, being on top of PSG. You know, we support nice and breasts over here, you know. And moving on in Italy, I saw that, you know, Christian Pulisic said delete VAR. I'm sure you with that, right, Marcus? Yeah, you must feel, you must feel our, our countrymen. Come on, escape man. Escape the shit, man. 
<laughs> Escape it. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Inter lost. You know they were along with City, the last teams. You know that without a mark on their joint, and they both dropped. But they won today in the Champions League, beating Benfica one 0 Marcus Taram scored. I like how they continue to use that front too. And real quick, guys, uh, Fernando Denise and how he wants teams to be more fluid. We saw Manchester City try to incorporate that recently in their style of play. Anthony referenced it last week when you see how teams are trying to group together on one side of the pitch with combinations to move the ball up instead of positional play, making it more, you know, stringent for people to be stationary. Do you guys think fluid football will ever be the quote-unquote meta in the sport again or is it just positional play and structure has taken over because coaches need to build those defensive blocks to get those results most of the time i'm gonna say positional play is going to be around for a little bit longer because if you look at the grassroots to like the first team kids are not being like developed to play football like being developed to have additional skills like being able to dribble you know being able to be 1v1 how to really like create and stuff like that they're more like more so taught to play solely as a right back or solely as a left back so it's like in order for them to be able to play that total football where they're able to have combination play they need to be more dynamic than what you know kids are today or what players are today Yeah, yeah, I think uh go ahead, go ahead. Where, um I was gonna say I think that evolution that's gonna be an evolution, Dan, where it's less positional play. Um the way that YouTube allowed kids in uh France to watch kids in Brazil, how they played and vice versa and all that. And now we got how the sport is today and every other sport, I believe it'll take maybe 50 more years for center all center backs to have dribbling skills of a, of a winger, the way how Pep was looking for his all-star dribbling squad. Um, I think uh, eventually the game will evolve to that, <clears throat> but now it's, it's more regional on who, who wants to experiment like that. And like Clayta said, not unless you're getting trained to be a center back and, and dribble and, and, and attack, you, you ain't going to learn that. So I feel like um, right now I'll, less positional plays is strictly in the, in whatever region is willing to experiment. Yeah. That's kind of how I see it. Like, like it's, it, it depends on like, we're talking about professional levels. I think it depends on like the patience of, of the um, leadership, right. Of, of the owners of the, of the football director, who, who how patient they're going to be with building a team that maybe have the technical ability to, to play that way uh, versus, you know, um, the positional way. Um, so I just think it depends on like how much patience you, uh, you have for team building. Uh, we were talking about, we talk about like, I know we talk about Manchester City all the time, obviously, but look what they did, obviously, right? But they they brought in their football director years before Pep got there. Like, what, three or four years, I think he was there before Pep got there? His old, uh, his old guy from Barcelona? Yeah, yep. Right, so 
he was already starting to lay down the foundation. And, 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 I, and I keep reminding people, let's not forget that they won two, two league titles before he got there. So they had already had the foundation. So if you have the foundation in place and you have the patience to, to back your manager, build the team, get rid of the players that, that don't fit the system, bring in the players that fit the system, like Anthony said, like the, the dribbling center backs and things like that, the, the you know, the, you know, the, the IKs that can play across the back four, you know, those kind of players, then yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna uh then yes, I think that's the kind of play that can can come about. But to the point that Anthony made, I don't know, do are, are is everybody doing that though? Uh Clay just made that point as well. Are our players really or are kids really uh going out there and, and working on uh skills more than their position allows them to? You know, are they trying to dribble or are they trying to shoot more if there's if they're right and left backs? You know, things like that. So I just think it depends on patience. Um, we're gonna continue to have robots because if you look at the next crop of coaches, they either come in from Bielsa, they come in from Pep. So you're gonna continue to get guys like that, guys of that ilk. Um, and then you'll get some of the Different guys sprinkled in here and there. I, I also think it just depends on like what league you're looking at, because I think that dictates the style of play as well. But if we talking pretty much like Premier League, I think we're gonna continue to see that robot play. Um, because also the teams at the bottom they have to park the bus. They can't be that expansive. Like it, it just doesn't make sense. They're just gonna have them going down faster. So yeah, we're gonna have still some more robots, but I do think the more stronger teams that are created will be able to play the expansive game um, because it's a lot of personalities on these teams and you got to let these dudes express themselves one way or another. But that is the point though, Marcus, is that the expansive team or excuse me, the high level teams did positional play and that's why everyone followed it. Like y'all know, whenever something does, somebody does something that blows up, everyone copies it. So Barcelona played positional play, and then everyone played it, and then now the former Barcelona players say, what happened to the game I love? And that's why the same thing, Real Madrid, because Barcelona was the ultimate possession team, that early, you know, Mourinho, and then merging on to Ancelotti and Zidane, they had the best counterattack team in the world because they had to because of what Barcelona was. The same thing with Atletico. They became one of the best defensive teams because Barcelona's trying to hold the ball 80% of the time. So that calls that. Even look at Klopp. Klopp used to be one of the idealists for Jen Jim Preston, and he even became a robotic football coach with possession. Now he's trying to go back to his old way. You know it. That's why you smile like that, Marcus. You, you know he became a robot. Hey, we that's why y'all lost become... to Real Madrid. We had to become a robot because I think it's more about personnel if you think about it like that. Because now when we got young, fresh legs, we with the shits. We pressing all goddamn game. But when we got them 31-year-old legs, it was over with. I'm just talking about how y'all attack because pressing is technically a part of the positional game too. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you look at um what Pep learned from Johan Cruyff, that is what they did. They press like crazy, and then, hey, the positional play. It's been like that for 50 years now. But 
It's been enhanced in the last 15 years because what Pep did with Barcelona. So, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think it'll ever go back to how it was. And just the way the game is, it's more tactical now. Coaches, everybody don't have the same length and time to really do their projects. So they have to be more pragmatic. It's just the way it is. That's why Fernando Denise is the only coach doing that. And it's considered a Brazilian concept because, you know, Europe, it's all about that robotic style of play. You know, I mean, Claytis can tell you he's a German fan. Them boys had no sauce when he was growing up, but he loved it. So I think that is what it's going to be. So, you know, it's uh, I like the romantic style of play, but yeah, I don't think that shit ever coming back. It is nice to do in uh, video games, though. And, uh, you know, speaking of video games... FIFA 24, more time on it. I think Pro Clubs has been in motion. I think everybody that has FIFA 24 in here has a player now. Yes, sir. We don't want to get banned, man. It's FC 24, man. Oh, yeah, my bad. I keep forgetting. Why is, is that a blurry middle finger? Yeah, I don't know why is he Because he does not have the box. Uh, he does uh, not have the PlayStation. That, that, it's as blurry as his, as his invisible PS5. That's the that's the pixels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm outside, I'm outside the box. I'm outside the box. I'm you went on the... twenty vacations this year. You got the money. Look straight, man. Not only that, hey, you know nah, you nah, cross platform, right? <laughs> I, I need that to be a gift. Hey, well, <laughs> yeah, your birthday's around the corner, right? A few months away. Uh, no, nah, I just need to go to the wharf and work a little bit harder. That's all. Uh, oh, maybe, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'll hey, see. man, they give an update. Yeah, man, let us know your position, your position, what type of guy you wanted to make. Break it down for us, man. Hey, man, so uh, we we got to – we had to – at first we were just trying to do drop-ins. Me, Sam, uh, Carl, uh, CeeLo. Uh, we didn't get – we didn't get and, and E on yet. That, you know, E be out here in different stadiums on weekends. Um, <laughs> and Ant be out here writing novels for us, but – so far, when I played, we were three and one. I'm gonna say this comment on the on this podcast. I don't know what the fuck CeeLo and Sam was doing because we got three L's out of nowhere. Um, yeah, we got a little test. AKT, Darling Wade. I said that totally way wrong, but hey, we got a DW AKT's team. I'm out here at the left mid. I'm I'm gonna be honest, bro. Your boy, they might need your boy on the pitch every time to get a dub, bro. Because every time I was out there, bro, we jumped leagues, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm out here giving giving the man CeeLo goals. He had three goals. I'm at one goal with two assists. Uh, Carl got a goal. Oh, again, I didn't see Sam play, so I don't know what the hell he had going on. Hey but man, yeah, is it Carl Celo? He's the same guy, man. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so who who the fuck is so Jamonte is James? So yeah, that guy played with us as well. Um, <laughs> hey man, I don't know them. Hey, them boy, them young boy, that's the young boys. I don't know how to damn name. I I go to Clay for that. Yeah, Clay was yeah. to help me, but he's just enjoying the breakdown, smiling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, yeah, no. Nah, I think Hamito, Hamito is James. And okay. I know okay. when I joined. I don't know. I don't know if Kwasi hopped on yet. Me, I me think he, we just had added him, but yeah, I'm at left mid. I wanted to be a center back. I was trying to be on my Virgil Van Dyke shit, but um, I'm at left mid, and your boy out here being the uh, conductor at this motherfucker, man. I'm out here putting in, hey, like like uh, Dom on Liverpool. That's that's what I would compare my game to right now. 
your boy is putting in hard yards, nice runs, nice passes, and getting us dubs, bro. That's all I can say about that. And we got to get Ian out, e and e out there. Yeah, I need, I need to work on that, because we can even run a little, like, mini tournament, can't we? Seasons yeah, there. bro. We got seasons. Yeah. Then we had enough niggas. We could do a friendly against each other. Mm. Mm-hmm. Money bags. Have you created your player yet? Yeah, Anthony know what kind of position I roll with. Center midfield. Try to control, like Marcus said, try to control the game. Um, yeah, that's what I got. So my guy's a midfielder. About I think I made him like six one or something. Midfielder. Um, left footed, of course, because it's, it's the only foot you can be. Um. Uh. Yeah. That. There we go. Uh. <laughs> so I'm ready to jump in there, man. Like I ain't played. I ain't played pro clubs since last year with, with Anthony for a little bit. Um. But uh. Yeah, man. I'm ready to rock. Ready to hit the midfield if I can. I can do center uh, defensive midfield as well. So I got. I got like pretty much the midfield on lock as far as the positions. I can do any position in the midfield. We low key need a striker. I'm, I'm recruiting for a striker. I, I can try, but I I'd have to be like a Harry Kane. I have to come in deep in the midfield and, and, and like be a false nine. I have to. Oh, I'm, I'm playing winger. Hey, I got y'all. I'm winger striker. What's up? Nice. You know, nice. that's, that's all yeah. I need to hear right there. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, I'm playing. Uh, I'm on the left, so I cut in with my right. Hey, man. You know. Holla at me, Marcus. I need that invite whenever whenever you're all ready to play, man. Oh, that's a bet, man. We're gonna get we're gonna have to get some clips up so we can sure. drop that on the uh the channels and everybody IG that weekend so y'all can see us getting them dubs as usual. That's a bet. That's a bet. Now, Claytis, if you were to make a player, who, I mean, what would he be, man? You know, I'm a, I'm coming on the left wing. I'm coming off the left, you know, off the wing, right footed. But you know, I would prefer to be double footed. Look at this. See, just like real life, nobody wants to be a number nine. Everybody wants to play on the. I mean, what is this? Is is CeeLo a center forward? Yeah, winger. Yeah, Uh, what's funny? I didn't want to say he on the left side. (laughs) You see, you see. I mean, back. I mean, I play striker, bro. I don't have an issue. I I want to that positional play stuff all over again. Everybody, I want to be on the wing. Cut inside, oh Lord have mercy. I mean, Dan, why are you acting like that? You see me do it already. You want to be that's why I said you told me before that you a goal scorer, you want the goals and the glory, and then you said, I want to come off the ledge. Yeah, yeah, you just said it. Come on, man. But if y'all need me up top, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and make my guy up top. <laughs> oh, man. All right, all right. Well, another game that is on the way coming out in uh next month is football manager 2024 they've been giving out little breakdowns every week of what to expect um last week they talked about how they adjusted for positional play guys oh lord now they bring in positional play to football manager they uh, they adapted the libero position so now you could use it in a back four they adapted the way they created inverted fullback because they were watching John Stones. And, you know, that's why they also adapted the libero position to be able to play in a back four. Um, I see they've changed the set pieces, which what people wanted for a long time. That looked good. Uh, the graphics looks better. Uh, they have intermediaries to help with transfers. Damn. 
you know what I'm happy about. What's that? Introducing a way to offload them players. Yeah, intermediaries. Damn. I've been trying to get rid of this motherfucker, uh, Deli Alley, bruh. I don't want to make you no promise. You don't don't want him to be a regular starter? Right. He can't redeem himself? He's asking to be a star. 36 in this save, bruh. Hey, man. But yeah, hey, I would tell you the truth, Marcus. I don't think I'm gonna get football manager this year. I'm gonna wait till 25. I'm like, yeah, the improvements are good, but it ain't enough for me. I'm a guy, anyways. Like, if you look at my library on Steam, I got football manager 14, you then 17. Then I the only reason why I got 19 is because AFCON moved to the summer. So I was like, oh man, I can actually play on the same calendar as everybody and not be a weirdo when. You know, when you're an African coach and football manager, you got to coach on Tuesday and then go. Then you got to fly to Africa on Thursday and go coach a match. You see? But so that's why I did that. And then after 19, the last one I got is 23. So, yeah, I'm, I'm skipping 24 and I'll get 25. But uh, Marcus, how are you feeling? Are you getting 24? It's going to probably be on Game Pass. So I'm already, I already got that. So I'll be playing it that way. But one of the other features I thought that was dope was um I to me this year one of the main issues is the promises shit. Like I got a promise with one of my saves right now. Dude's telling me to make my squad smaller. If I make my squad smaller, I'm not gonna have nobody on the bench. So I don't know what the hell they asking for. Yeah, they be having sick requests. They need to fix that. And you got you got teenagers from asking you to improve your coaching staff. Who the hell are you to tell me my coaching staff is weak? What is that? <laughs> and you telling me to improve my my facilities like we like I'm Man United? What is that? But the player targets thing, I think that's better because, like they saying, if you sit here and you say, "All right, then score twenty goals," then if they don't hit that. Like I went, like I was saying before, I could hit you with the, all right, bro, it's time for you to go. You get the hell on up out of here. Or that could be the reason I give him a bonus. I will, I'll go ahead and bring him, you know, full time on the scene. So, like, those, that I think would be a good improvement. They got the ladies. And I actually think um, I'm not going to really focus on the clubs on 24 because, like you said, next year we get in unity. So, they're going to be competing on the graphic side, I guess, with FC. So um, what is that? I think next year I'm just going to do a USA save the women, the men, try to be dominant and then be done with it that way. For sure. And, hey, Marcus, when I get football manager 25, I'm going to do something i never done before in my life. What's that? I'm a coach America, man. It's time. Hey, bro, I coach I'm... Everton, bro. Yeah, I'm going to let yeah, that hey. know on the wax. Your boy coach Everton. I tried to put... Oh, Klopp Coaching now. his op, guys. Coaching his op. Oh, listen to this now. This this the kicker. So remember, you keep saying to me, man, leave that fucking team. So Klopp <laughs> went to enter. I try to put in for Liverpool. You know what these motherfuckers going to say? You coach the ops. We can't sign you. Exactly. Yeah, hey, man. We're not double agents. I wanted to share the team. They got, got <laughs> they, they want to hire you if you coach the ops. Should have stayed at Marseille and enjoy yourself. Oh, relax. Hey, Me and Sanchez would have been relaxed. Hey, man. 
That's focused. Yeah, it's tough, man. I've I've I feel bad for you because that save you got is legendary. That joint's tight. He's been grinding through the journeys from Storm Graz, Marseille, end up at Everton, and you can't even get your dream job. Damn. 2029, and I'm oh. sick, ready to leave. <laughs> oh man. But uh oh yeah, I forgot almost forgot. We got more good news, man. You know, one brother, I think you know, he got off the games, he got off the video games, and he's going to work now. You know, Jaden Sancho, they allowed him to come back to Keratin, right? He from you know, how how you feeling about that? You know, after this L, you need all the help you can get, right? Yeah, Anthony's I mean, back as well. Anthony's back. Anthony actually came on as a sub today. Um uh I don't know that he's uh, training with the first team. I think the PFA got involved and uh, kind of pressured Man United to make sure that he was uh, getting some, his proper training. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I think that's what happened. I, I don't know for sure, but you know, don't quote me on that. But I mean, yeah, look, if he come back, he come back. I, I, I'll support him if he come back, but he got to get his shit together. And you're right. At the end of the day, we do need all the help we can get. We need it defensively. We don't need it on, on, on uh, goal scoring, apparently. We need some defensive help. Because our defense is letting us down. And then somebody said in the chat, how we get Onana, one of the best, I think it was Marcus that said it, how we get Onana, the best goalkeeper in the, uh, uh, the Champions League, and next thing you know, he likes some straight shit. So yeah, the most clean sheets last year, I think it was. And the most saves. I mean, look at the final. That brother was breakdancing on the pitch. Yeah, but he, he did doing everything. Mistakes. He's made some mistakes, though. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So he he's he he's he has to own up to his own stuff. Like today, he made a big one uh, that was humongous, uh, uh, and uh, I think he made one against Bayern as well when he let in a, a soft goal, kind of like that De Gea joint from last year uh, against West Ham. Um, but yeah, man. So I don't know, man. Like if he gets back in the team, cool. I'm with it. Let's go. Work hard. Stop playing video games all night and get into training on time. But um, look, even if he do come back in the team, I'm not, I don't, I don't have any hope right now. Like I said, survival, baby. That's what we on. Hey, I'm with you, man. We, we about to kill the best player we've had in a long time, Saka. It's sad. I even forgot uh, Arsenal is about to play City, right? Ain't that happening this weekend? <laughs> ain't about to do nothing. I ain't worried about that. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm more excited about the NBA season, man. I haven't been this excited about the NBA. Woo! That's all I've been watching this weekend. And it hasn't even been a game yet. Yesterday was media day. It was amazing. You saw Jimmy Butler emo, but hey, that's another story for another day. Uh, soccer, hey, I'll watch it. But uh, yeah, I don't got no hope for nothing. Sorry, soccer, we killed you like that. I'm already saying it. I already know what's going on, but... uh. You know, another, you know, let's shout out another brother that a sport has killed. You know, Messi came to America and died all in front of our eyes. I was, was the last time he played, Marcus. What's going on in the MLS, man? segment to the MLS minute man we at Mark Mark match day 35 man we 
getting really, really close to the playoffs because, hey, we had a team clinch this week, man. <clears throat> man, coming, we're going to cover three games. I'm going to switch it up, man. I'm not covering ATL. <laughs> this week, man, first off, we got Cincy versus Toronto. Big ups, big respect to Cincy, man. Them boys came from the woodshed two years back to back. You don't know. That's the worst team in the MLS, man. And them boys right now fighting for the supporter shield coming into that match. 30 minutes in, Brandon Vasquez, the USA striker, but he don't get picked. I don't know why. Goal in on this. He was on his poachy game this this match, man. He got a he got an early one in thirty minutes. A couple minutes later, he got his brace right before halftime on the rebound, and then Toronto got a gift. Bernadeski, he was that man on the wing this game. He was threatening all game long. So this time he played a cross in. Well, honestly, he played a shot. He took a shot right outside the box. Goalkeeper spilling it. Kind of looked like um. What's that guy that used to play for Arsenal that got sold? Yeah, he kind of looked like that guy. Yeah, that's a lot of brothers, man. You didn't really dwindle it down with that one. Hey, man, USA guy. Um, oh, uh, uh, Musa, <laughs> Eunice Musa. No, go. Matt Turner. Man. Oh, my bad, Matt. Matt Turner, man, Matt looking like Turner, Matt Turner, Turner spilling the go the ball, man. Gave up the ball. A guy from um. Uh, Toronto came in with the quick little poacher goal. It's 2-1 at that point. They get another uh, gift because the goalkeeper was shitty this game. Spills another one. Well, honestly, he only got his hand on this one. Um, the guy get another goal. It's 2-2 at this point. So everybody's spooked. They thinking, damn, Cece not going to get that supporter shield this week. But nah, nah, nah. Second half started. Since you get another goal and they bring that on, they bring that thing on home. They park the bus in that thing. And you brought up the goat. We'll run through that game because it really wasn't worth shit. Uh, Miami versus NYC. NYC in a nice spot trying to fight for the wild card. Miami, they need four points to get in the wild card. And the goat is sitting on the, well, he's sitting in the sidelines because uh, he's still injured. He played. Since what was that? You shit the semis in the open cup final. Uh he missed the whole final. And uh he missed the last the past re, uh two weeks. So uh yeah. We, they got they got their fingers crossed. Tata actually said Messi is practicing next week, so we possibly will see him this weekend. But yeah, and in Miami came back and got it a one-one draw. They gonna need they need them points. They need Messi, man. Our next game. Clay, I don't know what I don't think you was at this one. Vancouver versus DC. Um, DC was out here looking a bit shaky in the beginning because um they let the cross get behind them. They let a cross go all the way to the back of the uh on uh, the box, give up Vancouver a uh, easy open header. They up one zero. But grandpa is actually looking at form. Uh I give respect to him. He came with a crazy press, like he was maybe five years younger than than what he is right now. Uh, his homeboy helped him out. Easy goal, one one. Then DC, they out here being they looking foolish on the ball. Bro got caught up in the box, gave up an easy pin. Um, 
They get a pin off that. They score it. And then that boy Klitsch, or however you say his name, scored one late 72nd minute um, with a nice little shot outside the box, man. It ended up being 2-2. Hey, man. Next week, we're going to come with them standards, man, because LAFC is about to clinch ourselves. Yeah, the former champs, man. We're going to rain down them, them standards and let you know who what them wild card spots is. I mean, you just going to be on wild card watch for the last four weeks. You know what I mean? To next time, we out. For sure. Now, hey, this Tata's telling us that Messi is about to start trading to just play the last two games of the season. <laughs> I, I, I think so, man. I think it sells that bad. Yeah, I gotta think sell so. Tickets. You gotta sell yeah. tickets. The last two games of the season are October 18th against Charlotte, and yeah, October 21st against Charlotte, a home and home series. So, yeah, shout out to North Carolina. Maybe you'll see Messi, maybe you won't. <laughs> but hey, hey, before before we move on, real quick, I want to uh, uh, say something with the by DC United. So the game we went to. We was playing um, New York, and New York is at the bottom of the, of the league. And one thing I'll say about D.C. is that when it comes to defense. Red Bulls? Yeah. We allow people to run off of us, like, so easily. Like, so many times I didn't see Klitsch lose the ball, and then, like, once he's coming back in defense or he's, like, in, in like, transition – He'll literally let somebody just run in behind him on the back post. And that's how, like, they was creating chances. And then they just don't clean up after the fir- uh, first ball. So, like, it just lingers around. The opponent gets it. Boom. Quick little tapping. So, like, they're not as focused, like, defensively as they are offensively. And maybe they could change that, you know, maybe next year get some players in. But, bro, that shit was frustrating to get a first-half hat trick and still lose the game 5-3. Five, five, that was sick. <laughs> Sounds like typical DC United shenanigans, man. No control. Is Wayne Rooney, are you looking at the front door for him? Is he under surveillance for you? Not from what I heard. So when we um, was at the game, actually, we got to do like a little interview with one of the players. And he's like, to be honest, Wayne is more so like a people manager. He has his guys kind of leading like the training and, you know, doing like the tactics and stuff like that. But, like, Wayne's effect on the team and, like, the club is, like, really massive to the point that they're not even looking at it in that aspect. So I think he's good for another year. Might might get some funding this summer. We'll see. For sure, for sure. Now, champagne move of the week. Uh, Ephraim, what you got? I'm going to shit on my own club, and I'm going to give it to Galatasaray's fans. Cause if you watch the match, them jokes was in that joint, loud screaming. It was, it was, it was a definitely a screaming match between United fans and them. But uh, I'm gonna give it to them for showing up, and obviously Galatasaray getting the win today. So that's my champagne move of the week. Them moving up to Manchester. <laughs> for sure, uh, Claytis, what's yours, man? I'm gonna give it to Thomas, man. You know his movement. Him just when he got in the pitch, he just changed the game. But that assist, man, champagne all around. I dig that. Anthony, what's your champagne move of the week? I got two. One, I'm going to give it to uh, Musiala, how he sh- shimmy shammed 
top of the box for the uh goal t- the goal uh that tied the game today. Uh, that was beautiful. And then yesterday in my adult league, man, I had a spin doctor turn with my left foot, man. I I feel I feel amazed. You know what I'm saying? I felt like Bernardo Silva out there. Hey, I had this guy number 97 in my pocket, Slim. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> just I was excited. Hey, that's it, man. For sure. Marcus, what was your champagne move of the week? <laughs> I'll pass on this one, man. Hey, I'm happy you did because my champagne move of the week is that referees not seeing shit in y'all match, boy. Hey, they said we need Tottenham to do something. We're going to make it happen. And I'm going to set it up like this. My champagne goal of the week is actually Luis Diaz's oh. real offside goal. I said, man. <laughs> I said, man, what a run. Look at that pace. And look at the timing. He's just on side. And then they said, nah, we're going to make, we're going to move those lines around. So, hey, man, I'm sorry, Marcus, but hey, corruption is funny when it's not against you. Uh, what's your champagne go to week, from? Hey, my bad. I'm going to give it to, uh, I wasn't going to give it to Jude Bellingham for that goal he scored today. Oh, man. I'm actually gonna give it to his teammate Federico Valverde. Did you all see that screamer that he scored? Yeah, that was the banger. Yeah, so not only that, it was a game-winning goal. So I'm gonna give it to him. Uh, 78th minute screamer from outside the box. Yeah, I think some places are saying it's an own goal off the goalie Moret, but nah, hey, I don't care. I'm giving yeah. it to Valverde too. Hey, eh? <laughs> and right because it wouldn't have been an own goal if it wasn't for him. So I give it. Yeah. To him. I dig that. Uh, Cletus, uh, is it an obligation for you to go for with Mudrick's goal since you don't know when he's going to score again for Champagne yeah. for the week? Yeah, I go ahead and ride with Mudrick, and I'm also ride with Valverde, too. Double up, you know, doing them both. Nice, nice. Anthony, what's your Champagne goal of the week? Even though it was a loss, I got to go at Alvarez's free kick near post. That joint had the goalie looking confused, if you look at the highlights. <laughs> He was like, what, what? Like his squint in his eyes. He didn't know what happened. So it was beautiful. Nice. Marcus, are you going to participate in Champagne Goal of the Week? going to salute the goal you did score, you know? Uh, I'm going to actually, I'll retract and I'll go with Cody Gakpo's move and then injury as my <laughs> Champagne move. <laughs> because if he was already injured before that goal, Okay, that's respect for having the grit to get through that shit. I dig that. Um, my goal of the week, fuck it. I'm about to switch it up. Oh. We going vintage. Hey. 12 man. years ago. You got a time machine? 12 years ago in the bonus league of last week. Woo. Well, this week. Oh. The goal this I day, in this the day 20 years ago. Hey, <laughs> hey man. We, we got a first. You moving week, like man. Chelsea, like y'all didn't have a goal to look for. Hey, man. <laughs> The goal by that brother Aaron Derdaco. I can't even say that, but it was a, I think he a Swedish brother. Yeah, that that way how he bicycled that shit. It's next level. Hey man, Bitch. like the filthy fellas be saying, I hope that brother ain't upstairs now. I hope he all right, man. Where is he at? <laughs> I <take> that. <laughs> hey man, why you figure that out? We gotta see who we going to the club with uh this week. Um this week, I'm taking Emo Jimmy Butler to the club with me. I'm taking Saka to the club with me so Arsenal can't destroy him any longer. 
you know, and I'm taking the Spanish women's national team with me because they still complaining about what's going on with the corruption in the FA. They want first class flights. I'm like, hey, man, you won the World Cup. Hey, splurge on them, man. Not like the Spain men have won anything in a while. Let the ladies enjoy their fun. They go through a lot. You know, the game is still growing, but this is a part of how you can build the game by giving these ladies the amenities they need to feel like they are top level athletes, which they are. So salute to them. And I hope they continue to fight for what they deserve. But uh, Ephraim, who you bring into the club with you? Bringing our young new striker, Rasmus Wong, got a brace today, even in a loss. But uh, he looked good. Um, I love his potential. So I'm bringing him. Can't drink over here, but he can drink over there. So. Oh, you going to the uh, yeah? I mean, you 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 got mileage. You got you got frequent five miles. I'm sure, man. You could go meet him over there. <laughs> nice, yeah. Hojlin, I do like him, man. He's looking like he's gonna be something special, and not just a Holland clone. But uh, Clay, who you bringing to the club, man? All of Ukraine? No, 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 no. Please, the, the charity, <laughs> you know, is killing me. But you know, I'm bringing Modric. You know, and I'm taking him over to Germany. We're going to link with Thomas. Hey, man, you take Thomas. Oh, yeah, legendary. So, you know, it's only right I go outside with Thomas for Oktoberfest. Yeah, I was sick. I got an email from uh, Wenatchee, Washington. I used to live in that area. Hey, that Oktoberfest was popping 2019. Hey, man. You know, there's a lot of Germans over there in the Northwest. Hey, that was, hey, man. That joy was legendary in more ways than one. Know. That's another story for another day. This is a family show. But uh, uh <laughs> Anthony, who you bringing to the club with you? Uh, the young 20, the the 20-year-old the Oscar Bob got called up to Norway. His first call up. Um, Pep asked him to buy him a bottle of champagne to thank him for oh getting the call. <laughs> so, hey, man. Yeah. Oscar's going to the club, man, because he he's buying liquor for his coach or alcohol for his coach. So I, I got to take him to the club to celebrate properly. So, hey, before we go, Anthony, I got to ask you, man, how does it feel to be now responsible for the development of the Norwegian national team? You have Holland and Bob. They they, they need you. They need your help, guys. Hey, man, can you sign another one and develop them? Hey, Dan. Uh, your your standards for like international play it may have to include Norway soon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, hey, Euro 24 <laughs> is around the corner. Hey, I hope they qualify. I want to see them there. Who yes. wants to watch a big tournament like that with no Holland, no Odegaard, man? We need these young brothers around. And mm -hmm. now Bob, man, get him get him yeah. bottle sports coach, man. Moving like P. Diddy, yeah. getting that cheesecake, man. Tell him to go get that trip for me. That's tight. Yeah. <laughs> uh Marcus, who you bringing to the club with you? Hey, Kurt McGirt, hey. Jota, and um hey Simon Hooper, the PJ Cook him. Yeah, come on in the club, bro. But you know, you know what's gonna happen to you. You're gonna get to the dough and you're not gonna make it pad to take. No, no, we go we're gonna throw a birthday party. We got a birthday party, man. He's coming in. We're gonna have the girls entertain him, and we're gonna have let him have fun in the back room. Camera on. Mm -hmm. And now we have our intel. Wanna play? We got intel, you know? 
Oh man, y'all gonna be moving like y'all gonna have the cameras on him like how Denver had the cameras on John Morant. We out to get you, bro. <laughs> Hey, we seen you in that Spurs jersey, homie. Hey, man. Hey, the sky cam is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what was the name of that place? It was like something Willie's. I was like, hey, man. I was like, hey, shout out to the to the shotgun people Willies. that footage. You said, oh, shotgun Willie's. Yeah, 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 yeah. He knows, man. You've yeah, been around. You've been around it. I'm not even. Yeah. Going to... nah, I've been. To, I've been to a dispensary or two around that area. Man. Oh, I do. Yeah, 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 that's why yeah. I sit around. Yeah, man. God yeah, bless, yeah. man. He, he, he knows the area. Yeah, man. You, you might have to go. We might have to go investigate that, man. Just for research purposes, journalistic reasons, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's a sports issue, right? I mean, yeah, come on, man. <laughs> But yeah, this has been a fun episode, man. Everybody lost except uh Claytis, but I feel like you lost recently. Nah, man, that Byron draw was basically hell. We all lost, damn it. But we not we not losers because this is just a lesson for a bigger comeback or whatever they say on the internet. You know, shout out to everybody out there tuning in. It should be a fun weekend of football, soccer, however you want to call it. Anthony, you know, we're gonna bend the knee for you guys. Yeah, we you know we we don't we never even give you competition unless it's a community shield when we can get a draw and hope for a penalty shootout. So you know we'll bend the knee and you guys can go along your merry way. You know, with with our injuries, I wouldn't be surprised with two two. What do you mean two two? We don't have soccer. Soccer ain't playing. That's our team. We are one man team. You know that. <laughs> that's why. That's why I've been hyping up this boy for years because I knew we gonna kill him, man. He gonna. <laughs> He ain't gonna last until 35. I'm sorry. I'm hey, I'm sorry we did it to you, bro. I'm sorry, man. man. We, we didn't we didn't protect you right, Saka. I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, Zeus good for one spin, man. Hey, Zeus good for one spin. He scored a he scored a goal and got cooked by some Africans. Hey, man. Like I said, shout out to Samet, <laughs> shout out to Kevin Denso. Guys, those Africans had him stressed. He said, man, they big and fast. And, and they technical. Well, why are they dribbling around me like this? And, <laughs> and they technical. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> Kevin Danso is a 6'3 center back DM that can dance. So, hey, man. <laughs> and then Samed, he is a DM that can he dribble, he can pass. He's good. Like, these young brothers are cooking up. So, hey, it is what it is. I guess Liga isn't as bad as I thought. I mean, they just cooked us. <laughs> Maybe I need to Slow down, but hey, Uber shout out to everybody. Oh, go ahead, Cletus. No, the Uber East is, is working, but we're gonna see tomorrow, though. Yeah, Newcastle yeah. versus PSG. Yeah, it's a lot of hot matches. City plays, you know, Leipzig, they'll spank them like they do every year. You know, it's it is what it is. Uh, I was about to say something about Liverpool, but that's Thursday. God bless, you know. Oh, wow, you might be there soon, losing the lens, oh, though. You know, hey, man, like I said. Three weeks, hey, we, hey I don't, don't know. Don't forget to bring United, bro. Call them on a three-way. Money to Uber, Uber, uh, you know, Uber share with them. Hey, man, that's sick. That's a sick. That's a sick ride to share, but hey, champagne soccer. We'll be back next week, hollering at y'all, giving y'all the latest of what's going on in the game and how teams are trying to win. And get that glory. But before we disappear, what we got to do, Marcus? Hey, man, till next time, keep them pinkies up, man.